the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yes, yes, yes. Go on, go on. You know, whenever I hear that, the last segment of the intro to the male-female hour, I I feel sad because there probably are a lot of men who have trouble with women. Uh, that might be an interesting topic for a male-female hour. Do you have trouble with men if you're a woman, and do you have trouble with women if you're a man? And what does that mean? What exactly does that mean? Yeah, we have to do that. There's no there's no question about that. Hi, everybody. The male-female hour is a Wednesday, every second hour of Wednesday. And I think it's the most honest talk about men and women on the in the media today. I can't imagine more honest talk. I can certainly imagine equally honest, but I don't know of it. So I have a topic for you today that is especially addressed to young people, but those of you who are not young can certainly weigh in on the issue I asked almost I ask almost every young person I meet if they're married. <laughs> Do they want to get married? How important is it to them? I'm a big marriage pusher. Not only for their sake, society benefits when people commit to one another. Financially it benefits, socially in in just about every way. George Gilder turned my thinking around when I was in college with his book. It's no longer listed as such, but it was called at the time Naked Nomads. It was a short book, relatively speaking, by this brilliant man, George Gilder. And it was about single men in America. I think, I even think that was the subtitle of Naked Nomads. And he made me aware of something very powerful. He said, you know, we ask who commit violent crimes, and we always give the wrong answer. The answer is single men. (laughs) Boy, did that make me think I didn't commit any violent crimes, but it certainly made me think. Well, be that as it may, I have a... A question based on the answers, or I have a theory based on the answers that I get when I ask young people, are you married? Do you want to get married? Etc. So there I I get the following answer. Oh, when when the time comes, I'm I'm definitely up for it. I think I've addressed that answer on the male female hour how silly it's a just it's a perfectly silly response when i'm ready i'll get married 
I don't even know what that means, when you're ready. How many people are ready to get married? How many people are ready to become a parent? You get ready to get married when you get married. That is the general state of human affairs. But I'm not addressing that one today, as I am a very specific one offered by a lot of of, of single men. Oh, I'll, I'll get married when I'm financially secure. And young women seem to go go into that as well oh yeah when when uh when i am or he is or we are financially secure and i have to admit to complete non-comprehension of that response what what does your financial security have to do with whether or not you get married one eight Prager seven seven six. That's my question. What? It's a non sequitur to me. You will get married when you're financially secure. Why? You don't. You don't make enough money to support two people. So two people. Look, a single woman today is likely to be working, and a single man is likely to be working. What changes? If they, if they don't have children, that's a separate issue. But getting married, what changes? If anything, you leave cheaper, you live cheaper because you now share a place. And they may well share a place to begin with, but a lot of a lot of them don't. A lot of them are not dating somebody seriously enough to be living with them, which is a separate question about the living together before marriage. And I'm not talking religiously or morally. I'm just talking about does it work? We'll leave that to another time. Explain to me, because I admit, when I say I don't understand, it is not a euphemism for I don't agree. I, I'm pretty literal. I don't understand. Don't two people leave, live cheaper than one? And did everybody or did even the majority of people marrying as young as they did in the past, were they financially secure when they married? So you may have, you may be young enough to qualify for this answer. You might be, you know, it might be a 35-year-old, not only a 25-year-old. Or you might be the parents, a parent of some young person who offers that argument. Oh, when when I'm financially secure, then I'll then I'll settle down. I don't understand why. It help by the way, it helps you become financially secure to get married. Married people, especially married men, make more money once they are married. This is a statistical fact. We have a video that, that offers that at, at PragerU, right? What is it, the case for marriage? And it's an academic who gives it, and, and he just offers all these data to show the economic benefits of, of getting married for men. I'd love to know where this idea arose, I'll get married when I'm economically secure. 
The phone number here is 1-8-Prager-776-877-243-776. Was this your way of getting married? And if it was, do you think it was a wise decision? So you put off marriage by seven years, let's say? That's another great topic, by the way. The people who wait years and years. And I'm not talking about 19-year-olds. People who wait five, ten years to get married. I'd like... I gotta, we got to do a show on that because I'd love to ask people who then broke up, do you feel you wasted those eight years with that person? Especially asking that of women. There's a lot of unwisdom around. I ought to address another... another we're going to do a series of shows on the objections to marriage. Oh, my parents got divorced. So I'm, I'm very wary about getting married, to which I've always had the same precise answer, and that is if your parents had a bad car crash, would you not drive a car? A divorce is a car crash. I, I just, I don't, I don't understand that one either. Your parents got divorced, so therefore what? So therefore you, you're, you're going to put off marriage? I, I mean, so I always wonder... Maybe it's these are camouflage for real reasons. This economic one, which is the one I'm addressing today, truly makes no sense to me. I'll marry when I'm economically secure. Okay. By the way, there's something beautiful about marrying when you're not all that economically secure to... Remember later those early struggling years is a is actually a very warm memory for a lot of couples later on in life. Back in a moment. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 583 800-500-8384. Let there be no doubt, big tech and the far left have joined forces to purge America of conservative views. So why exactly are we choosing to give big tech companies all of our personal data? The battle lines have been drawn. Big tech has made it clear which side they're on. Now was the time to take a stance. Protect your personal data from big tech with the VPN I trust for my online protection express VPN. Every device, whether you're on your phone, laptop, or TV, has a unique string of numbers called an IP address. When you search
search for things, watch videos, or even click a link. Big tech companies can use that IP to track your activity and tie it back to you. So stop handing over your data to big tech companies whose aim is to censor you and spy on you. Defend your rights and protect your internet activity with the VPN I use. Visit expressvpn.com dash Prager, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Prager to get three extra months free, expressvpn.com slash Prager. Hey everybody, Dennis Prager. I want to remind you that I have major trips coming up with you. My annual cruise, which was, of course, knocked out last year because of the lockdowns. First year in about a quarter of a century that that happened. Going from London to Iceland in June. That has a banner up at DennisPrager.com. And my every other year trip to Israel with hundreds of you. A life-changing experience for the people who go. There, too, there's a banner, Stand with Israel banner, up at DennisPrager.com. It's it's fair to say you'd have the time of your life. Okay, everybody, I'm Dennis Prager. This is the male-female hour, second hour every Wednesday. Raising a question, something I hear a lot from single people, not married, especially single men. Well, I'm not financially secure. I want to wait till I'm financially secure. They say it as if the listener to the statement is completely on board. Oh, of course, that makes perfect sense. You will wait till you're financially secure to get married. You know, I just, I just want to be able to, you know, it sounds noble, actually. And things that sound noble and make no sense are very, very alluring. I mean, it, it, it's not a it's not a statement that is bad. It's not. This is not a moral issue. It's just a practical issue. So, so what if you're not financially secure? What? What? Is, therefore, what? Therefore, you will not bond with a human being. It's a non sequitur to me. All right, let's uh, see what you folks have to say. And. Steve in Cleveland. Hello, Steve. Good afternoon, Dennis. Hi. Yeah, I was just making the point to your screener that I was in that mode. I'm 52, and I've kind of always, in my 20s and my 30s, I was like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to to jump into this. Um, Now at 52, I look back and go, man, I missed all those opportunities to grow – grow a life with somebody else. Um, and I think that's the missing piece. That marriage is a young person's, should be a young person's journey, not so much one you should put off until uh, middle age. Wow, this is a very powerful call. I mean, you, I hope you get married now. It's never too late. Truly, literally never too late. If you're 82, I, I would say that to you. But at 52, it's certainly true. But the reason for the power of that call was that's what happens a lot. Oh, I'll uh, wait till I'm financially secure. Oh, I'll wait till I'm established. Oh, I'm not ready yet. And then, and then you're 42 or 52. Thank you for calling and and sharing that uh, that honesty. 
Now, we have people who uh, differ with me, and let's uh, try Spartanburg, South Carolina. Frank, hello. Hi, Dennis. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. So I think the uh, I think the problem is it's not financially secure. I think it's the wrong word. I think it's financially mature. Uh, with with myself, uh, we were in college, and ultimately our careers took us on different paths to different states. So it was more about uh, if one of us had a better job than the other one, we were putting the other one in a bad position to have to to pack up and move with us. Well, was that in fact the case? Were, were you serious with a woman and that happened? We were, yes. So what, what, it, all right, fine. So you both packed up and you went to, I don't understand why it's different if, if you're not married. If you, did you, so, bre- did you break up? We did. Ultimately, we were engaged and ultimately we broke the engagement off where it uh, just wasn't going to work for us. Are you married now? I am. 17 years. I see. So when you look back, do you think it was a, a blessing that you didn't marry or it was a wonderful woman for you? Um, oh, that's a difficult one. Um, because I'm happily married and, and can't imagine anything different right, right now. Yes, but, it is uh, a hard question because of that. Yeah. I'm and, happy uh, it's a hard question. The other lady is... Yeah, the other lady is still, um, I consider my best friend, so... Oh, you, oh really? Difficult. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Is she married? Um, she is. That's, it, that, that's, you know what, we need to do that as a, uh, another, ultimate, not ultimate issues, male-female subject. You're still very close to her? I am. Uh, sometimes at the detriment to my current wife, um... You know, she has some misgivings, but uh, we trust one another, so um, there's that. Yeah, good. You just gave me a subject because I'm 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 with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I don't quite yeah, follow. I, I understand it. Yeah, no, no, I appreciate so, it. I appreciate your honesty. Okay, well, all right. Uh, yeah, so so, so you're lucky. Maturity issue. Well. In retrospect, let's say you had not met your wife with whom you were happy for 17 years. Do you think you still followed the best policy and broke up uh, because you got uh, different jobs in different cities? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, because that's what you're really arguing, and, and I, I would say yeah. it's, it's not easy to find the right person. It's clear that you found the right person to marry, but that she would have been so the I right think, she would have been the right person as well. So I think maybe the decision to wait was the correct decision because ultimately that's what unveiled my future path. So as far as waiting, I think it's the right decision. Um, would the outcome have been different if our if one of if we had continued to go down the same path, so maybe not necessarily breaking it off, but definitely waiting was the right decision. There, there were a couple other things involved in breaking it off. It wasn't strictly financial. Oh, okay. Well, listen, I thank you for the call. You gave me a topic. For that alone, I should send you a cigar. In fact, Sean will be bringing it over. Is there an L.A. Spartanburg flight? 
you know, not direct. Yeah, I understand. All right, the question on the table is, is it wise to wait until you're financially secure to marry? My view is it is very hard to find the right person if you do find the right person. Letting them go or delaying it indefinitely until you're financially secure just doesn't make any sense. I And I'm awaiting the argument on its behalf. We continue. The Dennis Prager Show. You're listening to the male-female hour on the Dennis Prager Show every Wednesday, the second hour. Is devoted to honest talk about men and women. And I've raised the question of something I've truly been puzzled by. The argument that, well, I I won't get married until I'm financially secure. I, I don't understand it. Why can't you be married and financially insecure? Why is your route to security impeded by your being married? Okay. Martin in Atlanta, Georgia. Hello. Uh, Yes, Dennis. Um, We spoke before. I'm an adult male on the autism spectrum who makes a relatively low salary of $21,000. So for most women, when they look at a man making that little amount of money, they don't see you as a provider. Uh, but unfortunately, I had an older half-brother who passed away last year, and I inherited a little over a quarter million dollars. Now, women might look at me at a different perspective now that I have money. Well, that's right. That uh, it's, uh, it's a given. Women are more attracted to, to a man that she feels financially secure with. That's the way it is. I mean, men are more, men value more uh, beauty, physical beauty, and women value more uh, wealth in a a prospective partner. This is not bad. It may be sad, but it is not bad. It just is. And to deny reality uh, is to, it means you've probably gotten a, a degree in the social sciences, which is means you got a degree in Renat and uh, reality denial but it th- that doesn't address the question of if a woman wanted to marry a man making $21,000 why he wouldn't until he's financially secure she was obviously at peace with what he's making all right and Pete in Chicago hello Pete in Chicago, hello. Hmm. Any possibility that we understand why Pete in Chicago, it really is like dead air. You don't even hear the rustling of feathers, as it were. All right. And Brett in St. Louis. Hello, Brett. How you doing, Dennis? Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, the uh, interesting thing, I was... 22 years old and wasn't really thinking about marriage. I was home for a Christmas break, and I was still dating my high school sweetheart for six, seven years. And my dad just came to me and said, you're going to get married, aren't you, son? 
and I went and bought a ring that day. Good dad, good son. Yeah. Was yep. she? What? Uh, how? I'm sorry. So how, I'm sorry. I, my my fault. How old were you at the time? Twenty two. And you'd already been together six years. Uh, yes. Right. Yeah. Well, then that makes that makes perfect sense. So how did it turn out? Uh, we're still married today. Three beautiful kids. Everything as well. Um, but I, I I think it's the reason. Another reason people don't get married when they're young is because. 22-year-olds need to be told basically everything. And they don't have that guidance that tells them, you know, somebody's got to be in their ear pushing the idea of marriage. I probably would have procrastinated just like other people do. That's a very good point. I serve that purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I I wasn't listening to you at the time. (laughs) It's okay, you're forgiven you had a good father. Really, I do serve that purpose. People are not telling young people, they're not giving them the right advice. He's That was a very intelligent point. I'll wait till I'm financially secure. Oh, you know what? Let me ask him if he's still there. You still there, Brett? Yeah, I'm still here. So I assume you were not financially secure when you got married. I just signed a contract to make $6,900 that year as a teaching para. You made $6,900 that year? Yes, and my wife was an ICU nurse. I didn't so. even know it's possible to make $6,900 a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what she thought. <laughs> That's a great law. Well, she did good, and you did good. That's that's right. See, a woman has a, women have a certain instinct. They don't always follow it. Sometimes they suppress it for for other reasons. When they meet a guy at that age, they know this guy's going to go places. I, I don't mean to become a millionaire or, or a politician or something, but they know. And they should, uh, they should act accordingly. This is a man's world. This is a man's world. But it wouldn't be nothing, nothing without a woman or a girl. I got caught up in the uh, music and lyrics. Dennis Prager here, male, female hour, second hour every Wednesday. Subject. The argument that so many young people, especially young men, make, not not always that young. Well, I, I want to get married one day, but you know, if it happens, it happens. It's another problem. People don't say that about things that are important. If it happens, it happens. They pursue it. But that's another subject for another day. The subject today is when I'm financially secure, I will get married. And I I truly don't understand the argument. And Tyler in, is it Winder or Winder, Georgia? 
Hey, Dennis Winder, Georgia. Hi. Take my call. Thank you. So I've um, I've been waiting, not waiting, married now. But I was determined, I, I should say, to get married. Probably since I was about twelve years old. So that was my mission in life, if you will. Uh huh. And um, when I was eighteen, I started dating my now wife. And as soon as I felt confident that she was the one I wanted to marry, that was my only objective in life. I don't care what my job is. I just need to make just enough money so I can move out of my parents' house and support a wife. And that's exactly exactly what I did. Uh, when I was 21, three months after I turned 21, we got married and married ever since. And it's been going uh, very well. But um, so I, I, all right, so you're 20, you're 27, six years now. So yeah. while how do you understand your generation? Arguing, I won't get married till I'm financially secure. I, I guess I'm uh, an exception because I don't understand it either. Um, I mean, you can find an excuse for anything you want in this world. That, yes, that, that's right. I, I, I think you're right. Well said. He doesn't understand it either. He's 27, and his peers are saying that, and he doesn't understand it. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that the issue is an is age gap. Either something makes sense or it doesn't make sense. This notion that, well, you don't understand, that was your generation, I don't know, that's that's pointless. I, I believe that there are generational approaches that differ, but it doesn't mean that the, the, the new generational approach is rational. It just means it's different. That's not the same thing. All right, I appreciate that. Michael, Akron, Ohio, hello. Hey, Dennis. Hi. Um, so, I don't know. I, I called in because you started to change my mind. Hmm. But then this last point, I just don't know. I feel like you guys... Um, in your generation, like you made more money than we did. You could support a family. Right. Like so you're all right. Even, even if that, even if that's true, I, I don't, I don't know if at 25, uh, my generation made, uh, made more money. Maybe they did. I, I have, I have no idea. It would be an interesting statistic to look up. Uh, the, I'm, the reason, I, I mean, but, it's, it's, go, go on. That that's just an unknown thing. Like you guys definitely made more money than we did, and education was less expensive. And right, you I agree. I agree with the debt. There's no question about school debt. When I went to Columbia, tuition was three thousand dollars. Three thousand dollars. But but to get to your question, uh, the the thing is, like, okay, so here's my story. Like, I'll try to put in the Reader's Digest version, but, like, right now I'm dating who is pretty much my soulmate, but she is, like, I mean, she expects me to, like, have my stuff together, like, and I'm, you know, I I have $2,000 in the bank and she has $20,000 in the bank. 
Well, so together you'd have $22,000 in the bank. Well, how can I, how can I like position myself as a man? Well, that, that's not the question. The question is, is she okay with it? Why would she date you and not marry you? You're, you're how old? You're 37. I assume she's in her thirties. So she, she's dating you. She's what? She's 34. Okay, per, so my assumption was was correct. So if, I would like to I would like to ask her why are you okay to date for her to give up these uh, these years of her life to you but not to marry you. If you asked her to marry you would she say yes or no? She would say yes. Okay, then my dear friend. Uh, I, but I, yeah. But yeah. She I mean she she needs more than I can give her right now. Then, so do you feel you're wasting her time? Why are you dating her? I mean, these are the the best well, years for her. No, she, she probably I, I, wants I mean, children. We both have a, a, a girl. We both have a daughter. She's been married. Right. So she doesn't want more yeah. children. Um. We recently talked about this, and and kind of not really. Oh, okay. So all right. So there's no rush on that part. Okay. All right. Let me let me just say this. Okay. If she's prepared to marry you, I need. I think there are deeper reasons why you're not marrying, because unless you feel you'll never make enough money to support her, in which case it's immoral for you to continue dating her. So anyway, that's, that's my take. And by the way, as I noted at the very outset, when men get married, overwhelmingly they earn more starting immediately. We'll be back. I say hello as well. Dennis Prager here. Everybody's got an interesting story here on uh, what you've done. The, the waiting, nobody's given me a hint of a rational reason to defend the argument, I won't get married, I'm not financially secure. It's just an indecisiveness that is built into a lot of people and to the current generation. There is no rational argument for uh, for that. And if there is, why would you why would you waste somebody's time dating them? See, if you are a man, you're 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 25 years old. Uh, I'm I'm waiting. You know, I'm I'm not. I can't even consider marriage till I'm financially secure. So why would you then, let's say, date somebody for three years? If you really don't believe you are worthy financially of getting married, why are you taking her time up when she could meet somebody who is? Uh, it, it, right? I mean, I'm. I know people don't even think about that, but it, it strikes me as unanswerable. Jay in Glassboro, New Jersey. Hello. 
Wow, Dennis, what a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Uh, now, if you find somebody, man, go for it. Don't wait. What are you waiting for? Every and anybody. Just my 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 wife and I met in six months and we're married and we've been married for thirty three years. Just go for it. So thirty three from fifty eight is twenty five. There you did. He did it. You see that? I'm with you, my friend. Hey, you remember why Glassboro, New Jersey, was in the news? I think the last time I said Glassboro, do you re- do you remember? There was a big summit conference between Soviet leader and an American president in Glassboro. I don't remember which which who they were, but uh, it was a very big name during the Cold War for a, a short period of time. Uh, let's see, Pete in Chicago, who didn't pick up, he didn't wait, made more money after uh, after marrying. That's exactly right. Ken in Saratoga Springs, New York, did not wait, worked out. Yep, Laura in Cleveland, we didn't wait, we figured it out along the way. You're going to give this broadcast to your kid who's uh, procrastinating because they're not financially secure yet. Dennis Prager here. We continue with the show.